ball in. Knocks it across by Walker. It's ball inside. It's in. The D have scored. An amazing winner that will be. Sprinting from the midfield. Georgian Nzati. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. So you think that after last week's results for Dundee, it's in the past? Mm-mm. Nope, because we're going to bring it up here tonight. And with me, as usual, is my co-host, Paul Gray. Hiya Danny, I can't wait to relive this, <laughs> these defeats, or the, the defeat and the, this draw. Can't wait. <laughs> to be fair, we'll probably not speak much about it. Um... <laughs> nah, that's it done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Speak to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Uh, but before we kind of drag you back down to the um, pit of despair, we're going to plug our manager's event again. Uh, for the November Thursday, Duck Slattery's £18 a ticket, standard ticket with the DSA. DSA, so thanks to Paul for making me see, say DCA all on last week's pod, then say it to me. <laughs> As soon as we stop recording, <laughs> our soul. <laughs> Delta Sierra Alpha. See, everybody, <laughs> everybody's probably thinking that I'm choking for a pint doing it at DCA. <laughs> yeah. A pint it's happening there. Yeah. It's, no hap- it's no happening there. It's at Duck Slattery's. So, yeah, uh, it's uh, £18 a ticket. £28 for the VIP ticket if you're a DSA member. So speak to the your head boy in charge of any of the sports group and they will yeah, they will be able to purchase the tickets for you. And if you are a member of the Joe Public and you're not in a sports group, it's £20 and £30 for the VIP ticket. Obviously, that comes with a booking fee through the website skiddle.com, S-K-I-D-D-L-E. Um, so, yeah. Go on, get your tickets. I think, by the sounds of it, a lot of people are going to be in the VIP. But um, I think there is, yeah. From yeah. what from what I'm hearing, it's probably just all going to be VIP. Yeah, <laughs> for us. But then again, here you get to meet the managers. You get to speak to a lot of them. Um, we're obviously doing my research. Paul's doing his research. <laughs> I'll do it the night before. Yeah, um, no, no, I'm kinda. Paul, Paul, <laughs> you bought your book. The Archie Knox book, books. which had oh books, <laughs> um, the name of Archie Knox's book. What was it again? The School of Hard Knocks. Yeah, brilliant. fantastic. And that brilliant. got me. That got me thinking. For the other managers, I know Jockey's got his one called Jockey's Journey, but if it was me, I'd have went with Great Scott. Mm. So went with that one for Simon Stainrod. Simon says. <laughs> And the Jim Duffy, I was stuck with Jim Duffy. I was stuck. Then it hutters up the duff. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy them. <laughs> sold, honestly. People cannot are being wait. Cannot wait. Cannot there'll, wait for this There'll be a queue down to Waterstones on Monday asking for up the duff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant. Superb. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the type of jokes you'll be getting if you come to the event. I mean, if I do say that to Duff, Duff, uh, Duffy, I might get a bang in the puss, but... 
unlikely. More unlikely. <laughs> For Simon's thing was, I was maybe going to put Simple Simon, but I thought I better know. Because that would get you a bang. That would yeah, that would definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we backhander. Because <laughs> it was the only one that couldn't think of be Simon first, but then Simon says, easy. Perfect. Perfect. Honestly, you should be his publisher. <laughs> I should be every one of our publishers. <laughs> Absolutely. The punnage on their. <laughs> oh no, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, still looking forward to that. Um, four weeks, I think, now to go. Yeah. I've run that. So yeah, um, time to get to the gym. Time to shed some pounds. Definitely for me. I think I'm about Paul. Looks fighting fat. Were you waiting on me going, no, Danny, you're you're fine the way you are? I would have liked <laughs> a little bit and kindness around you about that, but. No. Sorry, man. You know I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait for this event. Absolutely bricking it. I say it every week. But, yeah, I think it's going to be absolutely class. Class. But like it says, I think everybody will be VIP'd up to the max. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so they should. And so so they, they should. should. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, money well spent, I think. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, after the game on Saturday, it was Sunday, wasn't it? It was... Uh, the club tweeted that the John Duncan, ex Dundee striker, had sadly passed away. Um, John was obviously before me and Paul's time. He played from 1966 to 1974. He amassed 188 first team appearances, and with that came 109 goals. 109 goals in 188 games. Amazing, and he Someone sits, else. yeah, he sits seventh in the all time scoring chart uh, for Dundee. And also, he moved on to Tottenham. And I think Paul, you were saying it was 140,000, it was a record fee for selling a player for Dundee at the time, yeah, yep, 140 grand, then a club record. And he went down to, went down to Spurs, and he was pretty much um, a goal every two games, or he was just over that. So, um, mm-hmm. I know he was held in high regard down at. Down at Spurs, so yeah, um, sad to see another one of the you know the Dundee. Obviously, like I said before, the Dundee family. You know, really sad to you know hear about his passing. You know, condolences to the family and friends. Um, Another inductee into the Hall of Fame. What was it? Two thousand fifteen, I think. Obviously, well Mm -hmm. before me and your time. Um, But I was speaking to the old man about it, and you know, boys of that age, you know, thought he was absolutely excellent, like a superb. Superb striker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's obviously evident with the goals that he scored and then the record that he went down to having, you know, at Spurs as well. So, yeah, very sad. Yeah, it was uh, my dad's favourite player. And the only reason I remember that is because I don't know if you remember Chesterfield in the, the late 90s, getting to the semi finals of the FA Cup and League Cup. And they were managed by John Duncan at the time. I never knew that. No, and I think they took Middlesbrough all the way. They might have played Middlesbrough in both semi-finals, but they took Middlesbrough all the way in one of them. And I remember, like, most my dad, most of my family cheering on Chesterfield, not purely because they were the underdog, because I think Middlesbrough had the XD Ravenelli at the time, and Janino, it was the that, mm. that mad period. I think Barry Robson was the manager, and they were just, like, it was like kind of like us, the Bonetti, just... Mm. All these boys coming across and Alan Boxick and all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some cracking names there, but um, he was manager and took them all the way. And also, unfortunately, they never, never quite made it. But 
they were on the main stage for a good bit and it was John Duncan that was manager and also I just remember I think Chesterfield scored and it was at Old Trafford and I think it was an injury time equaliser to take it into extra time and he starts celebrating and then like he's, he's assistant or backroom staff go to cuddle him boom glasses go flying off and next thing you can he's trying to find <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> bells you know he obviously he's well held high in regard you know I mean even Sir Alex put a you know a wee statement about him um which mm-hmm. I thought was really really touching really kind um but obviously like it says well loved individual and sorely missed yeah, it's a shame. It's like we're fifteenth pod, and this is the the third XD now. Mm-hmm. I'll say XD, the third Dundee uh, family on the passing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a shame. Uh, like you say, seeing some of the the well wishes about him again, held in high regard, and the, yep. I think that Alex Ferguson one is like the peak, isn't it, for somebody like that mm. to come and speak about you? Um, yeah. Yep. Like you say, plenty of goals at Dundee. Hat-trick against Cologne. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best games that most people actually mention. Following Dundee. Um, and he was part of it and all, will always be part of it. So, yeah, sad to see him uh, pass away. And obviously, like we said, condolences to his family and friends. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. But unfortunately, we have got to move on. And unfortunately, we're going to have to kind of speak about last week. Mm. So, I mean, I I don't think we can really say much that no a lot of people have already said. Mm. And it's been quite... We kind of repetitive. We've Mm. decided to say everything we wanted to say because it's all been said on social media and yourself, myself, football forums and people that your your mates that you speak to on your WhatsApp and stuff like that. Two games against two part-time teams, and no disrespect to the fact they're part-time teams, but mm. when you have Dundee in Dundee's situation full-time with the budget that you probably have with some of the players that you've got, you do expect to go to these games and win them. Mm-hmm. But to see the way we've flung away both games, um, actually, I wouldn't even say we've flung away the Abroth game because Abroth to me were the better side, but no the Cove game. I mean, yeah, one nil up to lose three one. Capitulation, capitulation at Cove. That's what that is. Yeah, I mean, we can sit here and go on about the two goals that the boy Scully, um, was it Sully? Sully, Sully, Sully. isn't it? Scully. Um, he actually works in the in the company I work for. But I'm, I've never said the hand. I've never. It'd be quite rude of me to email the boy. I say, oh, you. <laughs> but yeah, he, um, twa cracking goals for him. Two wonder strikes. Yeah. Um, but though the third then, mm. there was questions about the goalkeeping. But at the yeah, same time, yeah. when you see the goals, you're like, fair play, mate. Fair play. But that doesn't take away from the whole how shite we've been, really. Yeah. I mean, like he says, it's yet another game. We've went one 0 up, and then absolutely shat it, mm-hmm. Sh- shat it. <laughs> yeah, and I know. Um, I mean, that is honestly the only word I've got for it. Um, we need to put those games to bed, but we just don't. We're, we're, our arses just collapse mm-hmm. <laughs> every single time. And I put, was I put a tweet out, and I couldn't believe I was actually typing it. You know, and going, you know, that's four games we've lost in the league. 
four games where we've conceded mm-hmm. three. Three of the games we went one nil up. Yeah. <sighs> Absolute disaster. But that's disaster. Just lost nine points for winning positions. Fucking joke. I think we've conceded again. It wasn't at him. Both games were away for him. But even looking at it, we've already conceded eight goals in four home games. Hmm. Um, he's take away League Cup games because that that thing is he starts a wee bit. Hmm. Just look at the league games. I think it's like three games that we've won isn't out of ten. So thirty yeah. percent win record. Hmm. But losing four games already, I mean, that's not even past the the quarter first quarter yet. And ten ten games in. Dundee played ten games I, and we've lost four. It's mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's unacceptable. Like and I know loads of people have been saying this is the weakest this division's been, you know, no disrespect again. But it is, I think. Um but we're just not capitalising on going one nil up. We should be if we go one nil up, we should go two nil up. But I'm pretty certain I said this at one of the very first episodes that if teams concede first against us, they're probably not going to be, oh, shit, we're away to get screwed here. Because <laughs> yeah. Dundee just, uh, yeah, shit themselves. Mm. I know. I think prior to Tuesday, I think we were on four clean sheets on the trot. But, again, that's kind of skewed by the fact is we, we played in the Challenge Cup, the Welsh team. <laughs> Let's be honest, I didn't think highly of the Welsh Football League. Mm. Like we beat them, the, the champions. We beat them quite comfortably. Then we played Falkirk in the League Cup, and we beat them. They have division below us, and they've been <laughs> a little bit of a banter club, haven't they? So, yep. two clean sheets right there that you can think. Well, yeah, not really thinking much about that. But again, it's just I kind of get my head around the defence half of the time. We're chopping and changing left, mm-hmm. right, centre. Well, let's just keep the defence that's getting a clean sheet. And I understand like. If it worked with Kerr at left back, just keep him at left back. It mm-hmm. worked for me. It worked with Tyler French at right back mm-hmm. and McGee and Ashcroft in the middle. Mm-hmm. But then for some reason, and we're jumping ahead here to that Arbroath game, for some reason, next thing you can, McGee's in centre midfield to be him and Grayson, who hasn't set the Heather alight. But this is the thing that gets me. So we've made the, make them midfield duo. And this isn't just the main problem. This is just a wee bit, but this is the bugbear of mine. But we're sitting. We boys on the bench, who should be up in front of them in the centre of midfield that I'm playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I think he, I think he needs to kind of realise he's made a mistake. Be burned, get burned back in the team. Yep. I, I think people that maybe agreed we get tell or agreed with Boyer saying he can go, who didn't think highly of him, must be surely thinking to themselves, "Are oh, we a many here?" Hang on a minute. Uh, hang uh, on a minute. Yep. Uh, and fair enough, him and McGowan have got to play in a certain type of, type of midfield. But the fact is, without them in it, look, well, we're honking in midfield. Um, and then... You've literally just... You've pretty much said everything I was going to say. Um, one thing I would say is, we're having... See if I was... Say I, right, say I played for Air, right? Mm-hmm. And play them on Saturday. Right, we're playing Dundee on Saturday. If I seen the lineup of Grayson and McGee in the centre and mid, I'd be like, just give me the ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> Run through them. Because they're non-existent. Um, Grayson seems to disappear at games and you'd never see him. Um, McGee, we've said it time and time again, he is in a centre mid. Um, he was brilliant at left back against Hamilton, but then he was absolutely stinking against Cove. Um, but then he gets put into, he gets shooed into the middle of the park. 
And mm-hmm. like I said, um, I felt against Arbroath, they, they had an extra man. It was like they had an extra man in the middle of the park. Um, mm-hmm. They were first to every second ball, um, and they just ran us ragged. You know what I mean? But yeah. We've we got to remember, this is a team that's bottom of the league. Correct. And did they need to add anything else to that? Mm-hmm. Bottom of the league, you should be going there and winning it. Mm-hmm. And then I think at the same time, Cove was second bottom of the league. Yep. So that's in the space of one week, two part team. Poor, let's say it again, two part time teams, second and last of the league, bottom, and we've got one point for it. Correct. Shambles. Absolutely. <laughs> the Cove game. I mean, it was a horrible. I think it was a horrible performance from everybody. And, and you know, no player really got pass marks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Legsons with the third. Yeah, he's you know he has been criticised for that. But I mean, I don't know. Did the floodlights? It was low floodlights. Did they get in the way? It was a shadow on the ball? I don't know. But his effort was comical, and and it was shared multiple times, mm-hmm. and also laughed at multiple times. Yeah, nah, I wouldn't buy any of that floodlights or that. I mean, boys played football all his life. Should be he's a keeper. Bass mm-hmm. coming down there, he should be reflexes should be kicking in straight away. Even if there's something obstructing him, he should have been doing better. And I believe some fans were giving him a bit of stick at the end of the game. Uh, I kind of read that on social media, and obviously there must have been a what would they call it the tipping point at the end of the Arbroath game because I believe there was a wee incident with Legstons and uh, a, su- a supporter, Paul. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We were, obviously it was full time, you know, um, everybody's leaving, but then I just kind of seen just the corner of my eye, obviously Lexington's going towards the, you know, to go off the pitch, but then just the corner of my eye, he just turned around and was going back to his goal. And then I, I pointed out to my dad and then obviously everybody else just stood and watched, but he was, the only way to describe it was like, he was pointing at a supporter and kind of gesticulating you with a, you with a cap, you can like, I don't know, he, obviously it must have been something that just kind of spilled over from the Cove game because I know he was getting dogs abuse during that game. Um, and then obviously this happened at the Arbroath game. I think he's probably just had enough of getting shite for boys by, from behind the goal that <laughs> probably think they're Dino's off, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but um, but it, it didn't look good at all. Did not look good, and I just that's all I could think about on the on the way back uh, to Dundee. I mean, after it kind of happened, and you know, Ashcroft has came over to try and right you got off the pitch. He was getting booed. You know, mm-hmm. all the fans that were standing there were booing him like mad. So, it, like it says, it it didn't look good. But to be fair, I mean, I know what will give players a you know abuse at games and whatnot, but it must have been something pretty bad from a. React like that, especially at full time. Just going right. He was, I yeah, I think he was going to have the boy, whoever it was, mm-hmm. whoever it was, he was going to have them. Um, but yeah, did not look good at all. Aye, I mean, have you reacted like that? Then it must have been something, something pretty bad. I mean, he's probably been getting it stinking the whole game. Um, yeah, it doesn't help play the stadium as well, especially the Cove one and the Gay Field. It's really close you you hear everything don't you at dens you've got that wee bit of a track side mm-hmm. like you might hear stuff but you can probably shrug it off but they're right on you aren't they 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're right on them. Yeah, right on their shudders, basically. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, everyone... God knows, God knows. Sorry, God knows what the you know was said. Obviously, we're not in that kind of vicinity, but I mean, to begin with, like in the first half, obviously Dundee playing against the wind, and every time you hit a goal kick, you know everybody goes to like that side of the pitch. You know, all twenty outfield players are in that one tiny area, and the first time he kicked it. And it went on to the stand. And then the second time, he did it again. So you kind of thought, maybe he's going to learn here to aim for the middle. Aim for the middle of the pitch, and then the, the wind's going to take it to actually where he's wanting to do it. Third time, done it again. Fourth time, he'd done it again. And he was getting he was getting stuck from, and I'd say, everybody. And then when he eventually managed to kick a ball in it, Stayed within that seventy yards of a pitch that he's got to aim for. He was getting sar- <laughs> he was getting sarcastic. Way you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I think from, I think again from that, and then obviously the second half switched over. He's, I think somebody's obviously been yeah, just giving him absolute dogs abuse. Big time. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really agree with that half of the time. I can see people getting like play some shite, but. Some people when it's, really when go it's for constant, it. yeah. When Aye. it's constant, like that's it's like people just get it. Mm-hmm. I'm having him today. Yeah, that. I mean, I've been to games where somebody <clears throat> goes crosses the line. I mean, I've got a boy that sticks to me that that just it's constant, like all the time. And you mm-hmm. think to yourself, if you were at the front at one of those games, like, a player would probably react. Mm-hmm. There's a I think there comes a certain time where you've maybe got to think to yourself, even if the player is playing shite or, like you say, kicked them out of the park four times, you've got to reel it in a wee bit, I think. Yeah. Reel it in, especially if the team's against it. Mm. I'm no happy clapper. Definitely no happy clapper. I am mm. probably moan just as much as anybody else about the smallest things during mm. a football game. But to keep going at a player, like maybe non-stop, and like say maybe that's not what's happened, I don't care, but some half of the time, or more than half of the time, majority of the time this is how things like this kick off it's because it's been mm-hmm. not continuously you gotta think to yourself wait a minute here again would, would somebody do that in your job when you somebody came in in your job mm-hmm. it's like getting you shite mm-hmm. constant just standing there behind you getting you shite or something you, you, i mean it's a job to them at the end of the day isn't it mm-hmm. again it's uh you've got all these paying customers wanting you to win so there's that wee bit, bit added to it but there's wanting to win, yeah, definitely. But mm-hmm. there's there is the odd time where you just feel like this person's just paid their money so they could sit there and just shout abuse. Mm-hmm. Um it was like that even when I had the season book uh back in the day. And season there was always book. Season book. I'll call it hell of a season book, yeah. Um there was always a boy that sat behind us that just used to give like just shite it was like he would pick one player every game and then that was all he spoke about and it got to the point where he had to basically just turn around and tell the boy he shot his pass mm-hmm. um and yeah I, I don't know like it says i wasn't in that area um so i don't know what was said but mm-hmm. it must have been something that just he's just went fuck it i've had enough here and just you know told the boy basically kind of called the guy out um but mm. yeah, nah, I hope it wasn't yeah. too bad. I mean, see, it could, oh, we're just kind of said, boy, shouldn't be doing that, but it could be either what we spoke about, too much abuse, or it could be Lexton's has just been frustrated 
his kicking's been shite. We have just drew one all after getting beat, after getting pumped on the Tuesday. Mm. It could be frustration on his part. Probably. So, but, so mm. being, being fair to the boys, maybe had a go at the boys, maybe not done much, but he's got the brunt of it. So there's Probably. that as well, I guess. Could eh? be. Yeah, it could be. And again, mean, and yeah. as I'm saying about it not being right for boys, thinking I've paid my money, I can say what I want type, um, it's no right for the way he's reacted if that's the situation. I mean, cause it's either that one or that one, isn't it? Yeah. So it wouldn't be right for him acting towards the fans like that. Um, ach, well, we'll probably never ken the full story. Nah, we won't, but see, like going going away from Kenny Legsons, but not going too far away from him. Um, Boyer's post match interview where he was like, um, it's the first time he's been to Gayfield, um, and everybody he spoke to had told him about the conditions. Mm-hmm. So, did nobody tell Legsons like if you're kicking against the wind, you hit aim it there so the ball goes actually there? There was for me, there was I thought there was too many long balls and balls getting mm-hmm. caught up in the wind like every single time. And if they've actually studied as to how Arbroath play, they use it to their advantage. And like it says, there were whenever the second like ball went up, they'd win a header. The second ball, they were on top of it, flies on ship, simple as that. And then, we're, like it says, overrunning midfield. Mate, even if um. They, uh, they'd be tilt legs then should can because he's played there before the year went up and even if we played there on an August sunny day right bang mm-hmm. in the summer mm-hmm. as, soon as, you ha- as soon as you go into that ground it gets windy anyway doesn't matter it could be the yep. hottest day of the year outside Gayfield Park but as soon as you walk into it <laughs> it's just it's windy mm-hmm. as hell isn't it so he should can better that they way. should they should know and then, like you says yeah the amount mm-hmm. of players that have that in that are in that squad that have played there Surely they must have, like, guys, it's windy as fuck. Don't mm-hmm. hit long balls. Get the ball in the deck. And it was mad. They were like, well, our goal came from just a couple of quick passes and then mm-hmm. a cross and a banging header. And there was there was another couple of instances where we ripped them apart just with a couple of passes. And you were like, that's what you need to do. You get the ball in the carpet, spray a couple of passes, you're in. Um mm-hmm. I mean, Sheridan probably should have scored, but I mean, it was a good save for the keeper, a lucky save, you know, it hit his back heel, you know, went past the post. But it, it, for me, it was just like, I don't know, like a Jekyll and Hyde, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. You know, we wanted at times to hit a long ball, but they were winning everything. But when we played the ball in the deck and actually played football, we ripped them apart. Like, I just... I, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand why you would pers- persist with long balls when it's windy as fuck. <laughs> Pardon my French this evening, uh, listeners, but uh, you know, I'm just I'm frustrated as well because I mean, I've no obviously never played football at a high level like or anything like that, but it's obvious, like it's <laughs> it's schoolboy stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean. We can speak about the manager now. It's safe to say the honeymoon period is gone. Was I think it was about four episodes ago, four weeks ago, we kind of mentioned, is it okay to start questioning? And mm-hmm. more fans are questioning decisions, formations, mm-hmm. boys getting dropped, boys getting played. He doesn't care he's starting 11. He doesn't care he's number one. He doesn't care he's back four. He doesn't care he's midfield. And fair enough, he's only got so many strikers to play with, but I didn't really feel he kens who he wants up top. If he wants mm-hmm. um, big balls running, he wants Robinson, or he wants 
Sheridan, who looks more like the lead singer of Biffy Clyro by the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd just... Ten games into the league season, <clears throat> Boyer doesn't know his best team. Um, obviously, he's inherited the majority of the squad. We know that. Mm-hmm. We know that. Um, but even still... Um, the team should have the quality to beat the majority of this league. Um, like I say, again, no disrespect, but we should. But the players just starting to show on it. Um, I'm not even too sure if Dundee have played the same starting eleven, you know, back to back. I think we'll have. I think we'll have once probably. God knows once, once or twice. Yeah, and it's been and it was reported in the press, and it's absolutely you know bang on statement that Dundee are consistently inconsistent. Mate, but, that's been that's been a go to quote for the past three years. Yeah. That seems longer than that, mate. Seems yeah. a hell of a lot longer than that. But the actually, yeah, um, the he substituted Paul McMullen, and booze ran around the entire uh, Dundee support booze because McMullen was our danger, most dangerous player. Um, and it reminded me of the time I can't remember who we were playing though, but it reminded me of the time at Pake hooked McMullen and it was the biggest booze I've ever heard for a substitution mm-hmm. and McMullen looked like he was a way to just go right up the tunnel at Dens at that point and it was reminiscent of that mm-hmm. um, should have kept him on he was having a good game um, he should have scored um, in the first half when McCowan skinned a boy on the touchline and you know hit the ball back a bit of the penalty spot he probably could have took the touch had a swiggy cup of tea and then buried it <laughs> but he had that much time but you know he sclaffed it past the post but he was playing well yeah, and like says he was was looking our most dangerous player. Um, he hooked him. I I, I I cannot understand why. Cannot I don't get it. I don't know if he, I feel like he Boyer wasn't watching the same game that we were. I, mm-hmm. I just I, I don't get it. No, he's. I think we're in a lucky situation position that all the other teams around us are losing. Because we've lost four games now, and looking at the past leagues, league one, I've said this, a lot of them only lose like six, seven, eight. On the, I think Kelly lost nine last season, mm-hmm. but their main challenger was our roof because everybody else was so inconsistent. Yep. We are already like halfway there to how many games that we should. We've probably over halfway there to how many games we probably can afford to lose this season. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at now trying to turn this round and only losing another three games probably max to the end to the the May time. We say it all the time, everybody's beating everybody, but Mm -hmm. the the games on Saturday, Air destroyed Mm -hmm. Queen's 5-0. We we probably could have beat Queen's 5-0. And then Morton absolutely you know, humping Hamilton 5-0. We should have gave them 5. We should have gave Hamilton you know what I mean? And then Wraith beating Cove 3-0. I, I just, I, I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, it, it goes back to that, it's a mentality thing. We're going 1-0 up and just not mm-hmm. going out to get the second or the third. It's like he's trying to do the old Italian, you know, football method, Catanaccio, you know, score one goal and then just sit back. But we just didn't hear the players to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, wow. But, um, like- like Arsenal, yeah. born one 0 wins. Back in the day, George Graham. Yep, that's what they used to call them. Mm-hmm. Done them good though. Certainly but it's not doing us good. 
It's not doing us good because, like I said, we've not got the players, but didn't have the mentality no. to do that. Um, and I, I know it's easy for us to sit here and criticise as the onlooker, um, but I mean, a lot of the stuff we're seeing is, like you say, is it schoolboy stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I know some people are saying you still got Mick Pake's team, which is kind of correct, but he has brought boys in. But if he's still got Mick Pake's team, how has he not implemented his in? type of player did he think they were good enough we all thought we were good enough a couple of boys in do the mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. but the thing is when we kind of thought about getting a couple of boys in it was defensively getting the defence sort of do but mm-hmm. no disrespect to Williamson in the middle but when we all thought we were getting signing a, another defender up popped another centre of a fielder yeah. or, or kind of a wash with them mm-hmm. um but, I mean, he's had the chance to, I mean, is it budget-wise? Has he not been given a bigger budget than what we had? Or is players on too much money? He's had to get rid. Probably a wee bit of that. We burn getting tell he can go. But surely, surely. I think, I think he's been told to bring in a couple of boys, see how you get on till the end of the year, mm-hmm. and then... We'll see what actually needs done, you know, and then I think we'll probably see people departing and other players coming in. It's got a funny feeling. It's got a funny feeling. Oh, if he wants to win this league, January window is going to be an awfully busy one, and it, mm-hmm. and if it's no a really busy one, then that's it for us. We're not mm-hmm. going up. Somebody said to me um, on Sunday during the day, that was a fan of another team. Would you think you're going to go up? I went nah, no on this. Says no way, no winning this league. You know, what about the playoffs? Went, what about the playoffs? I said, we wouldn't even mark the final of that. Mm-hmm. I says, on this evidence? No, I says, um, I wouldn't want to embarrass ourselves playing against the Premiership team. I says, no way. And that's From just what, based yeah. on what, what we've seen so far. Three league wins only in the <laughs> season so far is, it's pathetic. It is, it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. And the way we've been beaten in the league has been even more pathetic. I That's just, it. Yeah, I, bang, I on, think, bang on, mate. Bang on. I didn't see. I didn't see. i probably done better under McPake. Well, if you've went there. <laughs> I've went there. There's, there's nothing that he's done differently in these league games. And I'm, again, I'm leaving it League Cup games because they screw the facts. They're just Cup games. But in the league games, he's not, he's not done anything differently. No. He's probably done. He's probably done a lot worse, really, with the way he's moved stuff about. I think at least McPake tried to keep the same sat eleven and only move a few boys. But we're moving boys out of the shop here. I just didn't again. I know that I'm, I'm not saying boy are it. Like far from that, far from that. The boys got to get the chance, eh? Um, but as somebody put it on Twitter, it's more or less boy will get the sort of do. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. I think you're absolutely correct. Um, mm-hmm. And thinking about it, see the of the signings that he's, you know, obviously, you know, brought in. The only ones that I think I would start are French and Robinson. Mm-hmm. So only two, mate. Same here. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has filled me with any confidence at all. The middle but... of the park. The, I know we're saying sort of defence. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But the middle of the park for me is worrying. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, you know, if if. Teams seen the sheet and Grayson and McGee are 
you know, the midfielders you're up against, you'd be like, oh, you beauty. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd be loving it. Absolutely. If you're a centre midfielder, you'd be like, yep, give me that ball. <laughs> I'll play in, no bother. Um, I think he's got to go. <clears throat> I think he's got to do a wee U-turn with Burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would do, I'd take Burn and, Burn and McGowan um, and then probably either Mulligan or Anderson behind the striker, Cameron on the left, McMullen on the right, Robinson up front. Your defence is it's a struggle like but mm-hmm. I'd probably start with Sharp against the air purely because of what happened with Legsons I don't know if his head's going to be there so I would get Sharp in um, for me I would put French at right back Ashcroft McGee mm-hmm. left back left back I would actually stick with Marshall I thought Marshall actually had a really good game against Arbroath and I'm not just saying Gasp. that nah, I'm not just saying that. I actually thought he did have a decent match you know he, you know he, won a few tackles and he won a few fouls as well and he was I, I thought he looked alright um, mm-hmm. and the thing is see when Byrne was even warming up and he came round obviously the back right in front of the fans he got a good reception as well so it's, I mean we're not hiding the fact that you know I think he's good and I, I would definitely be putting him back in that team yeah. <laughs> I would drop, I'd drop Grayson well, I prob- probably think there's only a few people that maybe criticise Marshall also, you're one of the most people like him. Hmm. I can't even through a wee sticky patch, but um, he has, he has. But the last, like he was, um, obviously he was dropped for Hamilton. McGee was brilliant, mm-hmm. but then Marshall's came in against Arbroath, and like it says, I thought he did a job. But yeah. but but this is the thing, like it's no, there's no been like a standout player, like an nah. exceptional performance. It's just been guys. Doing their doing the job, mm-hmm. you know, um, but but with them doing the job and standing out, that's to me is that worrying. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you expect them to do the minimum. They do the minimum, and you're like, oh, what a performance! Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That the rest of the team were that bad. They've come in and did the job they're meant to be doing, and you think, star man, correct. Um, but here they're doing the job they're meant to be doing, and that's that's what that's how you want. Yeah, I mean, the- I mean that's all we expect. That's all we expect. Mm-hmm. Like coming and coming and do the job, and then something will something will happen. There'll be mm-hmm. a wee, wee flash of genius or something. Just come and do the job. That's it. Um, but it's mm-hmm. it just isn't happening. Like, no. I mean, it, we're just I've just moaned there about how many changes we've made. Mm-hmm. Well. But, where players are playing, but I'm fully expecting a lot more to be made for Saturday against Air United. I do, yep. I'm, I've not got confidence in these, which is a little bit worrying for me that I've not got confidence in the midfielders that he's brought in. Um, the midfielders that we've already got in the team should be playing. Oh, the, the, sorry, the, the midfielders that were already in the squad that he inherited are vastly better. They should be playing. He's just got to go back to what was working, mm-hmm. and he's I don't know if some boys are his favourites or no, but that's got to get kicked in the head. We've got to put the boys in that'll do the business. That's what Burn, it seems like. McGowan, French, right back, Ashcroft, fair enough. McGee never done that well against Cove. Never done that well in centre midfield. Um, just there against Arbroath, but put him at centre back with Ashcroft. You know I mean, just and again, Marshall done well. He's probably got his position there. Mm-hmm. Let's go back. Let's go back to what was working. 
I mean, I said to you last week, he was maybe going to use this for tinkering and all that. I never expected bloody that. <laughs> the air game, I didn't really kind of want to go much over a preview because as much as we'll go to the game, support the team, I don't think anybody wants to listen to us about what we think is going to happen. We just want to get a team out there that's going to do the business. Yep. That Ken's going to do the business. And let's get to them because they're going to come after this. 3 0 one and I think the boy that we kind of bigged up scored a hat trick yep. as well. So I can yeah, I mean, it was five 0 He scored a hat trick. I actually think it might have been was that a first half? No, it wasn't. I thought it was a first half hat trick. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. A, um, but again, just stick a boy on him. Mm-hmm. Just stick a boy on him and just say, right, your job today is to man mark him out the game. That's all you've got to do. Then let him turn with the ball. Just That's it. See the see the way um, I've noticed in the last couple of games that, especially against Hamilton, actually, where they're playing one striker, and if we're hitting the ball up to them, their defenders are like they're pulling mm-hmm. the shirt, they're grabbing their arm, they're just giving them a torrid time. You know what I mean? But we didn't do that. Nah, we didn't do that. <laughs> this boy Akinyemi is the danger man. Man, mark him. Kick his heel, fucking pull his shirt, noise him up. You know what I mean? Get in mm-hmm. his, get in his mind. But just didn't give him the space, and like you say, didn't give him the time to turn. It's another, just... another, another better reason to get Sean Byrne back in the team. Let's get Sean Byrne to give him a tackle that he gave Stevie Naismith. Just put, him in, the the stand. put, put him in the stand. Put him in the stand. Get a yellow card. Take a yellow card, but make sure the boy doesn't get back up again. Simple as mm-hmm. that. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. So uh, there we go. He's got his wee trade. His wee. His wee trademark quote. Out. Fizzing. You're definitely going to get a t-shirt made up one time, aren't you? I've already got it. <sighs> Amazing. Yep. I'll unveil Honestly. it. I'll unveil it on in November. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Because <laughs> half the people will be like, "What's this?" <laughs> There's some dafty on stage selling t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so simple as that. Who let this guy in? <laughs> we'll sign the boy. Yep. Derek Osea. 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 Derek Mbappe. Derek Mbappe. We'll just call him Mbappe's mate. Yeah, Mbappe's pal. Yep. Um, he's been with us a few weeks on trial. Yeah. Enough to get a contract in the season. No judgment on the boy. None. Just got to see what he what he, he can do. Um, yeah, didn't care much about him. Looking no, at the place for Oxford, Walsall, and AFC Wimbledon. Um, product of the Toulouse youth setup, at national experience, um, all the way up to youth level to under twenties. Didn't read too much into stuff like that, to be honest myself. All this youth um, caps and everything. Um, just got to see what he can do on the pitch, and we'll take it from there. Hopefully, yep. he adds something different to what we've already got up top, because I think we've got three boys that are all quite similar. Again, Rob Robinson's maybe got a little bit more about him, movement-wise, to Rudder and Sherd in there. Mm-hmm. I think they're, they're big target men. Robinson could potentially get the ball and you know take on See, boys and stuff like that but I, we've got I to see what this boy's like I disagree with that with, with Rudden being a target man I don't think he is because the many times that a ball's been punted up to him and he kind of 
he kind of shield the ball and you know, mm-hmm. lay it off the boy. Sheridan definitely, but Rodden's far more effective when he's in in the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, Louise header, brilliant header. Um, well, I agree with you there, but uh, what was meaning is the way he's been utilised with Dundee. Uh, no, and, and and he isn't it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's another thing. I just he's trying to make him that player. You know, the hold up player. You know, mm-hmm. but he, he isn't it. <laughs> he's not. Um, that's one thing I find concerning as well. I've noticed in a couple of Dundee matches, our first first touch is absolutely rotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, second touch is a tackle. You know, um, that needs. I think that needs worked on. Like definitely. But that's when teams are putting us putting us under pressure. You know. Yeah. But yeah, we'll right. see what this boy's like. I mean, I know he was getting shite, um, but he's not kicked the ball for us yet. I actually half expected him to be starting on Saturday. I don't know why. What? I just, I, I just had a feeling. Yeah. He's been getting shite already. You said. Yeah. Has he? Yeah. Have a wee look. Oh, oh well. Oh well. Ah, <sighs> oh, to. Nah, don't bother. No, but you can, you can do if you, if you want to be chuckle, go for mm-hmm. it. But it's no, it's. I mean, like it says, you'll be judged on the park. Um, yeah. Let's go for it. I mean, I know you're saying like youth stuff, you know, really look at, but if he's been in French youth setups, mm-hmm. he, he must have had something about him. Um, but then also, like Walsall, Oxford, mm, I don't know. But then again, we'll see. I, I, I'm more than happy with him. Um, obviously, he's signed, he's a Dundee player now. Let's see what he's like. Judge mm-hmm. yeah. Park. Let's see what happens. Uh, I think that's it for the air preview, Paul. I didn't want to go too much into that. Yeah. Mayor, mayor because I'm not in the mood. I don't think anybody's in the mood either. I think they're just going to listen to this and just be depressed after this podcast. Um, Is this a way to be like uh, Twa Money D's part two? <laughs> possibly. Possibly. Actually, we'll probably moaned less this one than the other one. This is more just like, what would be the word? Apathy or something like that. It's yeah, not, something like that. Something yeah. Like that. It's yeah. It's more just a case of let's get this fucking sorted out instead because we can, we can do better. We mm. should be doing better. So mm. let's be doing better. That's it. Yep. Totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. But um, I said I should be kind of utilising this myself because of the podcast and my website. But uh, just going to mention a few updates on the D archive. Um, currently adding season eighty one, eighty two. Near enough at the end of that, all match reports, uh, kind of events and all that, taking note of them. I'm not going to speak much about 82 83 for obvious reasons. I'll add it, and that's about it. <laughs> um, but after that, I've got handed a big waft of folders from 83 up to 1990. So I've got to go through that. And Paul, when I start get, first started getting the folders for the boy, um, there were about just match reports, that was it. But I've mm. noticed as they keep going on, he just, and it's amazing, he's just scanned, he's just took newspaper clippings of everything. So every event that's happening, Dundee, it's in it. It's good when you look at it, but see when you start to scan it all, you're fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> what is it you say, painstakingly adding every Dundee defeat? <laughs> God, I was trying to be, it was, was a wee bit of sarcasm when I put that on. It was, just became, <laughs> like, Fuck no. <laughs> uh, it's funny. So that's going on. I've got the album getting added, and currently, what else is it again? I think I'm going to start in the 2000s, 2001, 2002, 
I'm going to start adding that as well. So I'm trying to add in older stuff for the older lot out there, and then uh, stuff from twenty odd years ago for the youngins like mm-hmm. me, like you, you know. Back when I had a season book. Season book, honestly. <laughs> Season book for the nineteen fifties or something. Season book. <laughs> Where do you get your shoes done? In the cobblers or something. Go to, yep. to the fish market. I'm absolutely gutted to keep her in Mackenzie's clothes now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> but um I think that's it for this week, mate, isn't it? I don't think oh, we've got. No, it's not. Oh yeah, mm. right enough. I forgot about that. Aye. Mm-hmm. Quiz time. Aye, so I'm the quiz master. <laughs> yeah, because I've been handing out the quizzes. Paul took it upon himself. I said, "It's a, it was me that mentioned it, Tom. Go and give me a quiz. I want to see how well I do. Have I got more than five? Mm, that was tough. Even getting questions like, mm-hmm. um, some are, mm, but uh, a lot of them are kind of like this answer and this answer. Like they're two, yeah. You know, but you're oh. they have they have points if you if I'm asking for two, you only get the point if you get both. Oof, this is oh yeah, you're tough, quiz master. Obviously, we'll be doing it as like a minute. Um, mm-hmm. You'll be getting your standard minute, but I feel like doing this in the the old fashion of uh, shooting stars. You know, we we don't know <laughs> we don't know how, <laughs> yeah we don't know how much time that we have. Uh, but uh, at the end of this round, you'll hear this noise. <laughs> <laughs> no way! Oh, that is that is a voice note that Paul sent me a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Is that the yeah. Hamilton? Amazing. Yeah, that's when, the that's the Hamilton one. Yeah. So at the, the end of the round, <laughs> you'll hear that noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's made my day, honestly. I forgot about us being shite. <laughs> <laughs> well, my reputation as the archivist, if that's a word, is on yeah. a sugarly peg already. Yeah, because I'm not confident. No, you'll be fine. You'll be totally fine, Matt. Uh, are you Are you ready for the the questions? Ready as I'll ever be. Right here we go. Just get the timer up, and uh, actually, yeah, let's give it a bash. Here we go. And begin. He was the last player to score a hat trick for Dundee. Ken Hammonds. Who kept the most clean sheets? Uh, clean sheets, Speroni or Leatherin? Leatherin. Name the two clubs who merged to form Dundee. East End Boys and. Are you forgot? Who was the manager? Uh, what manager came after Benetti? Jim Duffy. Who's Dundee's? Uh, sorry, what was Dundee's first trophy and when was it? 1910, Scottish Cup. Who scored more goals for Dundee, Eddie Annand or James Grady? James Grady. Two Ds have been capped for Finland during their time at Dens. One is Glenn Kamara. Who's the other? Oh, the boy that we had on loan. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the uh, 
the quick fire round. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think you'd take the bottle to put that on. <laughs> I should put the. Uh, I should have just played the whole voice note, but. <laughs> no, oh, <not. laughs> that's ne- next week's intro to the podcast. <laughs> right, so come on in. Two Ds have been capped for Finland during their time. One's Glenn Kamara, who's the other? It begins with an H, doesn't it? Is that a striker boy that we had on loan? Surely. Half of that's right. <sighs> Fuck's sake. Nah, I'm stumped. I'm right. going to have to pass on that. Right, okay. Uh, right, so, last player to score a hat-trick for Dundee. What would you say? Hermans. It's Osmond So. Oh, big Osmond So. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, who kept the most clean sheets, Speroni or Leatherin, would you say? Leatherin. Speroni. 27 to 24. <sighs> the two clubs that were merged to form Dundee. <sighs> I can't believe I never got that in right. Dundee East End and Dundee Our Boys. Our Boys, yeah. Um, the manager after Bonetti. Duffy. Kernahan. You said, but that was there, it was Duffy. After Benetti. After Benetti, it was Duffy. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to hit double check that because I don't think that's right. You didn't have to tell you that it was yeah. Duffy. Right. Because got one point, Danny. Well done. <laughs> Fighting for that point. <laughs> <laughs> right. The first trophy, when was it? 1910, Scottish Cup. Well done, well done. Uh, who scored more goals for Dundee, Eddie Annand or James Grady? James Grady. Annand. You're joking. 30 to 28. Eddie the Eagle Lannan. Yep. And then the last one, the Finnish player. Glenn Cameron and is it Benjamin somebody? Ah. <sighs> Callum. 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 You know what? I'll give you that. <clears throat> I got four. Three. I forgot four there. <sighs> Pathetic. I think it was three, was it not? Duffy. <laughs> It was, it was free actually. Uh, Duffy, the Scottish Cup, and Calman. Well done, Danny. What a guy. The most sarcastic clap I've ever had just because you're beating us. <laughs> I should get one of the Rattler things to go with my season book, kind of thing that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Put a bonnet on. <laughs> yeah, I've got a bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> season book, honestly, man. Does anybody else call that a season book? Everybody. That's the question that we're asking this week to fans. Season okay. ticket or season book? Right, okay. Yep. Put that as the, the poll on the uh, the tweet. <laughs> I will say, I like season book though. I like it. That is a book. You know, it's... You're 100%. Cause you're 100% correct because a season ticket shouldn't be called season tickets because there's so many tickets in it. Well, holes in this. There's holes in this. You've, season you've, book. You've, you've swayed me over to season book. Nah, easy as that. Easy as that. <laughs> but, so, I've absolutely done pathetic at this quiz. I couldn't even get the, the two teams that made Dundee right. Um, James Grady's let us down. 
Were they questions too tough? Not at all. No, okay. Not at all. Anything that should have been bread and butter for me. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So on that low note, even lower than drawn against Cove, or getting beat against Cove and drawn against Arbroath, on that low note for me, we're going to bid you goodbye. That's it, yep. That's it. (laughs) But we'll be back next week, as usual, and yeah. We'll just speak about what what the hell happens in the Zero game because Ed didn't can, Paul doesn't can, nobody else cans. But we'll just see. Paul, thanks for having well, thanks for having us. It was you're on with me. Thanks for coming <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, pleasure as always. Yeah, yeah, your voice notes totally got me. But yeah, so season book or season ticket, you decide. Cheerio. Mm-hmm.